Hello, and welcome to the Boys with a Z podcast, starring Mitch McElwain, Noah Sanderson, and Joey Nelson. It's a place where we get to entertain ourselves and hopefully our listeners in the process. We're going to cover topics ranging from the arts to the farts, and we hope you enjoy our voices as much as we do. Thanks for listening. Ready. Three, two, one, clap. Bingo. That'll work. You nailed it. Perfect. Play a synth buff. Podcast Tuesday. Podcast Tuesday. Podcast Tuesday. Podcast Tuesday. Smash that like button. <laughs> no, let's get through the welcome before you say smash that like button. Make sure to subscribe. And uh, subscribe and smash that like button. Smash that like button. Check out some merch. We're glad to have you on. Check our merch. Check out Joe at the merch booth. And uh, we're glad to have everybody here. Puff, great, flawless, and next caller. Hello and welcome to the Boys with a Z podcast starring me, Mitch McElwain, uh, Noah Sanderson, and Joey Nelson. Um, it, guys... This is no surprise to any of us here, but we have in the house, all right, a very special guest. Uh, very special, not only because of who he is, but very special because this gentleman is the very first Boys with a Z special guest. Welcome to the show, Tim Puffer. Greetings and salutations. Jimmy, Podcast Tuesday. You're uh, our first great. guest. You must feel great. <laughs> How's everybody um, so, doing? Noah, how are you doing, bud? Oh, it's Podcast Tuesday. You know I'm doing good. I wish people could see how excited I am with the flexing on the Podcast Tuesday. Yeah, brother, yeah. yeah. We got yeah, special guest, brother. Tim Buffer. Been looking Tim forward to it all the house, week, yeah. brother. Yeah. To the house, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling good. On the I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like making some good Podcast Tuesday content. McElwain, how you doing, bud? Boy, I uh, this is a much needed distraction from good. my day, guys. I could not be happier to be here good. with you. Good, good, good. That makes me happy. Well, how are uh, you, Joey? Joey, how are you, you doing today? How are you doing? Well, Uh-oh. I slow cooked a six-pound pork. Let's go. Rump Ooh. roast with pineapple and mm. brown sugar. Man, mm. and man stuff all day long. So the house smells amazing. I mm. I was horizontal watching NFL Red Zone. Mm. Um, Reminds me of a girlfriend I dated once. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good. Man, stop. And then just to see Noah drinking an actual pot, a whiskey Coke out of a freaking 12 quart pot or whatever that thing is. I'm I'm so zany and funny, world. Yeah. (laughs) You're the zaniest of us. Listener, you can't see this, but Noah is actually drinking a whiskey Coke out of a spaghetti noodle pot. It's it's fantastic. It's ah. fantastic. And dare we leave out our guest of honor, Timothy? How you doing, bud? Yeah, I'm doing great. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow all these shenanigans. Well, but yeah, to... play yourself yeah, in again. You. You gotta... Yeah, but... play. Hey, those of you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those of you that don't know, Tim actually is one of the number one rated air sousaphone players in the world. Not even the nation, the world. El Mundo. No, you you don't you don't need world to, renowned. Yes, you don't I need guess, to say that out loud. Everyone knows that. I, guess, I mean, we, we can all tell that. But. We have Tim. What's your username on Twitch for your sousaphone hero streaming? <laughs> Do you um, do you have a Discord that you talk that you're able to talk about uh, the sousaphone? I do have Discord, but I uh, I haven't talked about my sousaphone on there yet. I'm kind of waiting to build up enough content before I you know put my sousaphone, yeah. air sousaphoning you know out there for everybody to see. Oh good, oh good. That's good, man. No, that's smart. That's very smart. <laughs> so, so if you guys. If you have anything to look forward to besides 2020 being over, here you go. Susan. Yeah. It's, you it's have... something in the business they call a strategic release. In, in about you want it to really hit the market when the market's the most ready for it. In, a, in about six years, you will see five episodes of... Five five-minute episodes of Puff's Air Susophone YouTube channel. And then one 14-hour video... Of him streaming Diablo or something. <laughs> Bob, Bob, we're asking him questions and interviewing him as a special guest. He's just over there playing Star Trek. <laughs> I'll be and so just, pissed because that's there's a legitimate 50-50 chance that he's his, just preoccupied. You hear his brother chime in his headphones when they pop out and goes, Yeah, Bengal Gloof the Fungalines. <laughs> Bengal Grof the Zerg Rush and the Fungalines. Jim, what's the sentence? It's uh, fungal growth, the banelings, to keep them off my marines. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Tim's we did end up going on and losing that game, too. We're... Well, because you let the banelings get fungal yeah, growth. You play, you yeah, we didn't you fungal can't. growth the banelings, and they got into my marines. It's, uh... That's pretty much a, that's a rookie move. Yeah. Um, I'm you actually know, embarrassed to be in your presence. Anybody um, knows that. Yeah, yeah, there's consequences when you fail to execute, right? And 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 in no place can, is it is it more serious than in a game of two versus two StarCraft. Um, Buff, we got a show. If you don't mind me taking taking the reins here a little bit, Joe, go for um, it. I'm kind of the CEO, merch manager, <laughs> big shot. It's, it's, this podcast <laughs> pretty much built around me, as we all know by the third episode here. I'm really surprised and, uh, you left. I'm surprised you left talent off, Noah. <laughs> and, and if you let me finish, and I am the talent, <laughs> and I am 100% of the talent. I take a drink from my soup bowl here. Huh. Dead space, Noah. Dead yeah, don't, space, man. Don't forget modest and humble. Yep, as <laughs> as well, as well. One of the the probably number one in modesty and humility oh, behind and me, who I'm the most. Better. My, I'm the most humble. Than, I, of yeah. all of us, I'm probably the most humble. But you're second best. But you're you're up top four. Tim. That's me. You feeling good? You feeling ready? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready. All right. Uh, let's see. Who's there? We got a, we got a few questions for you in segment one here. We just want to get you get you on the show. We, we want everybody to know who you are. It's going to be probably millions of people listening, so... You know, don't be nervous or anything like that, but just tell us a little bit about yourself. And uh, we like to we like to refer to the listener often. 
the listener is who. who is. That's our unofficial fourth version person in the podcast. And right. if you want to, if you want to specifically picture a person, you can just picture Noah <clears throat> on his way into the factory because I, as of now, that's yeah. our only law. <laughs> that's it. Listener. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Um. Uh. Well, here's to you, Noah. <laughs> heading into work. Thanks for listening today, bud. That's actually going to be very helpful for me. Tim, yeah. you grew up in Hot Springs, South Dakota. Uh, your Facebook says you reside now in Elk Grove Village outside of Chicago. Tell me, what's the population of elk in Elk Grove Village? I think it's, we actually do have a herd. In uh, Bussy Woods, there is a herd of elk no, that they maintain. Not. Absolutely. There is they not. absolutely there is do. In Bussy yep. Woods. Bussy. For, for all of our Bussy listeners Woods. that don't know where Tim, he lives in a ritzy suburb outside of Chicago. I think he's referring to the z- elk in Elk Grove. Uh, this is bad. There's no way. Are you talking about the zoo? We don't call it a rich suburb. We use words like affluent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ca- calling it rich is a little oh, crass. God, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. what's the population? How big is said herd, Tim? Oh, 20, maybe 30. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right. You got and us with the 20 or 30. Are, oh shit. Are they are the are the um elk in Elk Grove Grove Village? Are they quite quite affluent too? Are they wealthy? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean you can't you can't be at a bigger population than 30 and be an affluent elk. It does not you just can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they the live cow. in a gated forest. <laughs> That's a zoo, Tim. You you have a zoo, okay? You you don't have an elk herd. You have a zoo. Like, <laughs> well, I guess if we're gonna nitpick on diction here, it's a forest preserve. Okay, the bossy forest preserve. Wow. Uh, is that could that possibly be the place that uh, the Jimmy Hoffa's uh, buried? Tim. Yes. Yep. It could be. <laughs> It very well potentially could it be. It very well could be. Tim, and in interviews when someone asks questions, you're obligated to answer. You're the uh, you're the one we're interviewing. Like, yeah. I mean you I mean, me personally, you gotta realize I really love a good you know, a good binary answer. Yes, no. Get on to the next question, one zero zero one one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim I, is I a like computer it. programmer for a living. Um, one, well, well, then zero, it, it, zero, 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 one, one. Oh, there it is. So, That's... Tim, uh, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question, man. This, I've been thinking about it for the last two decades, um, <laughs> approximately. Uh, do you recall a time when, when we nearly died in an automobile accident on the interstate <laughs> on the way to Sioux Falls? And, and if you do remember that, could you describe your memory of that occurrence for me? Oh, geez, I hadn't thought about that for a long time. So we had a 1979, like, old blue boat of a Buick. <gasps> yes. So okay. far, so good, yes. bitch. I'm so proud. Yes. Uh, I'm loving it. And so, like, there's this car going about 45 miles in the right-hand lane, and I'm look, I'm looking to, like, I'm, like, looking at my blind spot. There's a car staring right in my blind spot, so I'm just looking right in my blind spot. And all of a sudden, I whip my head around and realize that I would just barreling down on this car. 
So just like driving a boat, I swerve that into the left lane, swer- and then I'm almost going to go into the center median. I bring it on back, and you know, like the suspension in this thing is just all over the place. And then I just clip the front of this car and just really, so really with the, with the skill of a professional the, driver, the, just, the, just, the just take it right you, into the ditch. The fact that you give that car any credit for having suspension. <laughs> oh, dude, it was like a it was like a baby's cradle rocking us to sleep. And you, and you clipped the front of the oncoming car. Yeah. Was there like a it. whole stop and exchange information type? Thing? Yep. Yep. Anyway, Puff, I, I, I'm glad. Thank you so much for for telling me that story. Um, I could not, for the life of me, remember how it started. But I do remember that it ended up with all four of us standing on the side of the road and this lady who had been cruising in your blind spot and ultimately was, oh, the, yeah. was like the major cause of the accident. She pulled over and was like, do you guys, do you guys need to call your parents or anything? And we're like, no lady, who are you? <laughs> like, do you need to call your parents? Like, what's... <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to call your parents? Yeah. I think, you know, that's back before we really knew what Karen was, but that was Karen. She was a, yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah, my yes. God. Oh, She's yes. like, oh, do you God. need me to call 911? Yeah. It's like, well, we'll maybe just explain, you know, exchange insurance information. Because, I mean, literally, like, my car, like, you couldn't do Unscathed. any damage to it. It was, and she other, wasn't, it looked even better than it so did before. This lady yeah. wasn't even in the wreck? No. That's Karen. No. Yeah, no. That's, yeah, that's. She that's pulled over and asked. Asked if she should call nine one one, and then actually told us, "No, I, I actually did already call nine one one." She asked for permission to call nine one one, and we're just like, "No, we don't think so." And she's like, "Well, I already called nine one one." It's like, "Oh, <laughs> why?" And I remember the, the I remember the the state trooper showed up, and for the first like five minutes, thought Karen had been in the accident because like. The, as soon as the cop goes up, she goes up and starts barking at him. And then finally the state trooper figures out that, like, she wasn't even in the accident. And it's like, and, and he's just like, like, ma'am, you can get back you're, in your car and He's go. just going, you're giving me the reports <laughs> yes. of their accident? What are you um, doing, Aaron? Not yes. all heroes wear capes. <laughs> Have you ever flown a by, try, or my plane? I've never flown it. I've gotten a ride. I got a ride in a biplane one time. Cool. Tell us um, about it. Um, I mean, so I was actually over the, you know, it was either you could fly solo or with ta- tandem, you know, and you paid mm-hmm. this person to go up for a ride. And I was like 20 pounds over the tandem weight <laughs> recommendation. Oh, no. Is this you and your brother? Yeah. and So Tim's brother is also a even, large I didn't even know being. about it, but my brother was... Um, videotaping this and you know we'll put it up on the website or by maybe these guys will put it up on the website but uh you know i just gotten done oh, crushing shit, a big a website now I've, oh, <laughs> i just got done crush crushing a big squat workout like the day before so i was a little stiff and you know what i looked like a total fucking buffoon getting into that my plane in the back of it tim tim uh yeah. if if you could be in any time period, in any location, past, present, or future, when and where would you go? Oh, I mean, it would. Doozy. It would have to be the future. Why would you want to go into the past? 
Um, yeah, but like how, how far into the future? And where would you, like, would you, you know, I mean, sitting in your chair, would you speed up the 17, clock? 17 minutes from now to see if he won this StarCraft game. <laughs> I, I, don't know what... ro- I have that roast in the oven. It'll be done in an hour and a half, so it would be ideal if I was eating that right <laughs> yeah. this minute. <laughs> Maybe if I could just fast forward my life about an hour and a half until this podcast's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I want to go. Yes. He gets one wish. He wishes that he was in the future after we're done asking all these questions. Oh, yeah. No, actually, fast forward me in time like three or four years when, you know, they you finally... Uh, you know, finish editing this podcast and getting it out for the public. So I, so like I can just, you know, it'd be funny just to listen to the final product of this podcast without actually having done it or that's something, it. you know, Tim, that's what I keep telling them. That's what I keep telling my boys. They're, they're my computer. They're my code monkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, Beijing 2022 winter Olympics. Who do you got for curling favorite to win gold? Oh, I think you got to go with the, uh, uh, you know, the American team out of Wisconsin. Yeah, well, sure, right? yeah, sure, up there in Wisconsin, well, yeah. they got, yeah, they got Bill O'Malley. Uh-oh. They have they have Stephen O'Houlihan. Oh, O'Houlihan can bowl, too, or whatever you call it. They have Tanny Beninati, and they have Susan Fluffernuts, okay? <laughs> Fucking great. It's a great quad. I couldn't agree with you more, Tim, but... I think maybe they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be bested by um, Shin Pao, um, Jinping, Song Li, and Sun Ho out of China this year. China's strong. I think China's coming in strong. They're not gonna lose gold on their home uh, on their home ice. Well, Mitch, you're and- forgetting to bring up the Swedish national team of Anders Anders, Anders Anderson, <laughs> Anders Anders. Tavish Anderson and Anders Anderson. I, I don't understand how you could possibly leave them out for also, a Also, do not forget alternative Swedish backup, Olaf Olafsson, who has yeah, a good yeah. left-handed blocker. Yeah. Well, oh, and, and I Coach think, Bankston all day. I think a real wild card might be, you know, that Wisconsin team. I heard they got a new sheriff in town that's really cracking down on DWIs. So that's really going to be the wild card if – if that whole team can stay eligible. Right, right, right. That's true. No, that is true. That's true. They got and I don't, I, don't, I don't think the Vegas odds are taking that into account, which <laughs> well, makes me think that I might want to, you know, short that position. Uh, Tim, what will you always make time for? I mean, tuba playing in StarCraft? <laughs> Done. Next. I hate him. He's right. No, Good. Oh, oh that's question. right. You talked about this earlier. I need to expound on these questions. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Like a little bit. <laughs> what will you always make time for? Oh, definitely going to the gym, getting all yoked. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's friends. friends. His yeah. answer's friends. Us. Yep. You know, friend, I love a... that the three things he named are three of the most solitary things he could possibly do. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Tim. Hey, Tim, what do you what what direction do you think the world's heading in these days? Oh no. Yep, it's Can heading I in the just right say direction. Next? The right direction. Good. Or the Wait left direction. 
sakes. This kid is, I tell you what. <laughs> we put all these questions Yeah, we'll fix, together. hey, listen, we'll just interview somebody else and just fix Puff and Post. Take yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll fix it put, post. put some good answers in there. Smash no, no, the that's like good. button. All right, Tim, how are your 30s going for you? Are you experiencing life any differently than you kind of thought it would go? Um, I mean, I think I was pretty sure I was always going to, like, do the work that I did, but I didn't. I mean, I guess I didn't think I'd just be, like, working from home every day. I don't know. Yeah, the COVID thing changes things quite a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. I, so, I don't know. I guess I probably things are probably going on about exactly how I thought they'd go. Good. Tim, good, good. Uh, mm. what superpower would you choose for yourself? Any superpower. Oh, I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this one. Awesome. I would always want the ability to be able to one-up somebody else. Oh, no. That's... Like, no matter what somebody else did, you could always go and just do it just a little bit better. That's... <laughs> oh, I hate you. Like, I like, like, I don't know. Some people would maybe say flying. <laughs> you know, like. Oh, why right, would I let's f- do that? Hey, I went out let's fishing. Let's go there, Mitch. What's your answer? Yeah, I went out. Oh, super. Pa- oh, my superpower. Yeah, let's go there. Let's ask everybody here. Um, Round table it. I would like to be able to two up everyone. it's funny how that works i i I got dibs on going last (laughs) (laughs) go ahead joe your superpower i want the superpower to speak to animals well i i want to three up everybody and be a little bit better at speaking animals than you (laughs) just wait for (laughs) buff to go up Dunk over Jordan, and then Mitch to dunk over Puff, and then me dunk over Mitch while I'm talking to a dog. <laughs> I was gonna say all the while Joey's just sitting on the bleachers talking to a cockroach, <laughs> just a little beetle. Tim, what advice would you give yourself at age 18? Um, God, I don't know. What would I tell myself? I mean, I was a shit. I mean, I was a shit at that age. I wouldn't have taken advice if somebody would have told it to me. So, are we assuming that I would have actually listened to this advice? We are. We are going no, to- man. No, like no. you got to pick the there advice that you know no you would listen to. Yeah. <laughs> you asked him. So, Tim, you would just have some arbitrary conversation with yourself. <laughs> In hopes that you wouldn't have you, to have this, this arbitrary is, conversation. Tim is hacking every question. We go, we go. What advice would you give yourself at eighteen? And Tim says, "Well, I wouldn't listen to myself anyway. Why would I waste my time?" I mean, I can I can imagine getting in a philosophical argument with myself from the future. Like, yeah, but if if I follow the advice you give me, then right. The future will turn out differently, so how can you be know how can we know that that's good advice based on this new just, alternate alternate future that you're causing, you know, by traveling into the past and giving me this just advice. Ruining every question. Yeah. Like, Timmy, I'm just moving on, boys. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, I'm just yeah, I no, hate him. No, seriously. I hate no, him. Seriously, please. I want to see how he destroys the next question. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate him. Tim, if you weren't in your current line of work, what career would you have wanted to pursue? Oh, I wanted to be a chef. I wanted yep, to go to yep. culinary arts school. 
Yep. And you so, ended up being a great chef. Now I don't chef. know what to do with the fact that he actually answered yep. the question. He, he ended yeah, up when, being a great chef anyway and a programmer. Tim, Tim is an yeah. amazing cook. Yeah, yeah, Tim, when I was tell him in... about your protein cookies. Really impressed Gordon <laughs> no, Ramsay. No, here. I'm not going to tell him about that. <laughs> okay. But, and I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't trigger me about that topic. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mark your oh. bingo cards triggered. <laughs> Fuck wow. triggered. Tim's being a real carrot guess. right now. It's, oh, my God. It's usually, I tell you what, guys, it's usually about 44 minutes in that somebody, one of us three, now one of us four, gets triggered. Triggered. (laughs) And it just happened. I shook him. He shook. Oh, he shook for this next question. No, I wanted to, I came back, I came back, they had this, like, career fair and aptitude test, and I took it, and I found out, I came back, I wanted to be a, a chef. I remember my parents just kind of tiptoeing around that one. They're like, oh, you know, Tim, maybe if you can do your math and computer stuff, you do that. And then when you get done with college, if you want to be a chef, then you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. <laughs> your parents aren't dummies. No. Sure. No. And that's what, Not, is that what you wanted to be when you were a kid, Tim? Like, what, did you have a, were you like, I wanted to be that when I'm a child? Or was that just right after that aptitude test? No, about my sophomore year in high school, I was like, oh, you know, I think being a chef would be an awesome job. But the other thing is, like, coming from a little town like Hot Springs, South Dakota, I had, like, I had no, like, and I, you know, I screwed around with computers and wrote computer code. I mean, I love computer programming class when I took it my junior year in high school, and I really was good at it. But at that time, it never occurred to me that you could do that as a profession. I thought that was just, like, a weird hobby, screwing around with computers. It was. kind of was at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But, like. (laughs) It was. You weren't wrong. Yeah. Not anymore. No. But yeah, I mean, parents had the foresight of like, no, you you can do that in front of a computer. It'll be totally fine. (laughs) What about when you were a little kid? Like, before computers, before, I mean, when you're like, not Everett's age, but when you're like five. You were like five or six and Ben was three or four. Did you guys want to, did you play, did you want to be a cowboy or what did you want to be when you were a little kid? I mean, professional football players. Duh. Let's go. Duh. All right, hey, uh, Puffer, what's – would you consider um, – now this I feel like is going to be a good question. This is a dividing line right here. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I mean the, the whole package, not the actual – obviously a hot dog is a hot dog, but, but when you have the hot dog, <laughs> is the hot dog – a sandwich. Trigger in three, two. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. I mean, I guess that depends on what you say is the definition of a sandwich is. No, we're, no, we're asking Tim, you. It depends on what you say you, it is. You're defining it. No, I don't think it's a sandwich. Why not? I think I think because a sandwich should have, like... um. It should be like bread that's like cut in half, not like a bun, like that. But the bread is split. The bun is split in half. Yeah, you ever had a Philly cheesesteak? That's not a hot dog, Noah. Is it a sandwich? I think it's. I think it's a distinctly (laughs) different thing. Yeah, I agree. I've always said that that hot dogs are in their own family. Like, there's the brat hot dog kind of family, and there's sandwiches, and then there's the burger family, and I. Yeah, Imagine I, I, if one of your coworkers is like, "Hey, I'm gonna pick up like some sandwiches for lunch. They're gonna be in the break room." And then you go go in there, 
and there's hot dogs, would you be like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I thought, you know, would that, would that throw you off at all? It would throw you off big time because they're not actually Completely. sandwiches. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I'm with you. The Philly cheesesteak question was actually just the next question on the list. Have you ever had a Philly cheesesteak? <laughs> yeah. 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 When I, I went out to, uh, what, Philadelphia? Is that where they're famous? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Touching I can't that touch one. it. I'm so mad. No, it's, it's from Kentucky, where they're known for horse racing. The the uh, female horse is a Philly. Yeah. You um, ever had a Dallas cheesesteak? It's, it's a Philly cheesesteak. Have you Kentucky. ever heard of the Philadelphia Phillies? <laughs> you, ever, you ever had a San Antonio's cheesesteak? Yeah, because I went to the two famous places that are just right across the street from each other, and I ate a big Philly cheesesteak at both of Was them. Was that when you were in Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> <laughs> no. You mean he's talking about I think one and of them. And then I walked Schultz, over then I walked over to the Rocky Joe's? statue and I got my picture taken with my shirt off. And that what was that, Yuma? that was the, that when, day. When, when the Rocky statue in Yuma, Arizona. Yuma No, there. in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh okay. Wasn't sure if you'd ever been to Philadelphia or not. You ever had a really nice rich piece of New Jersey cheese cake? Hey, they have a good. They have a good. Uh, they have a good hamburger there in Philadelphia called the the Philly Cheese Steak. It's a hamburger <laughs> out of Philadelphia. It's pretty popular. It's got meat, cheese, veggies. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll have to have to look that up if I ever get out there again. <laughs> Gotta check it out. I just Tim, how would mm. you explain the internet to a caveman? Ooh. Good question. Oh, the internet to a caveman. Whoa. An unacceptable know. answer would be, I wouldn't. Yeah, no shit. Well, I don't know how they'd be able to. I mean, I feel like the first. Electricity. <laughs> okay, let's pretend, Tim, the caveman can speak English. Uh, we have to. We have to do all these disclaimers yeah. and categories yeah. just so people ruin like, the thing. Yeah, we have to build the box, but that's fine. That's fine. Some people need the box built. Why would they need it? Uh, you know what Tim's <laughs> superpower is? He's pragmatic. Yeah. Like, that's just it. All he's trying to do is, he's not trying to answer these questions. He's trying to solve them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there, there's some part of me that thinks there might be some deeper meaning <laughs> to these questions. Like, and maybe maybe that that initial assumption is really, is really what's taken this off base, that there probably isn't any real reason. There certainly isn't. Meaning. I can guarantee None that. that is, uh... Tim, how would you explain the internet to a caveman? I think you'd first have to, like, explain that you could, like, communicate over really long distances immediately. Okay. That that's the first thing you'd have to explain. And then you'd have to explain digitization, how you could, like... <laughs> Convert things into ones and zeros and then back to something more usable. Like It's taking you a really two. long time to just say Pornhub. We should maybe change that. we should maybe make that question easier and be like, Tim, how would you explain the internet to like a currently living human being? <laughs> See if we can knock that one out of the park. Yeah, well, so then after first, af after the first have to explain digitization. <laughs> yeah. And then and then everybody had their own strategy for digitization, so then they needed to standardize it all cuz it's a total mess. So they came up with HTML. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we went there. 
You know? Tim, if you could get rid of any one state, what would it be and why? Any one state? Yeah. Hmm. He's going to say, like, the state of the union. <laughs> I was waiting for him to refer to, like, state of consciousness. I was trying to grab it before he did it. Yeah. I was trying to solve the question. Trying to nip these in the bud as fast as I can. Just trying I to, we're just trying to weed out Tim's shit responses. I don't, I don't, I, I've always wished that there was, like, some states that had the coot nannies just to, like, you know, become their own country, right? Like, I just want Texas right. to break off and be their own country just to see what it'd be like. That's a you know, great, or like, or like Oregon. I guess Oregon doesn't want to be part of the United States anymore. It's like, let them go. Just see, you know, cut them loose. I just that's so like any state yeah, that wants to like break if, wants to break away from the union. I just want to be like, you go do your own thing. All right. Uh, that's funny, Puff. What what would I find in your fridge right now? Oh, not much because I haven't gone shopping. Um, Protein cookies. <laughs> no, there is. Uh, there's assorted meats and cheeses because the parents just came through the Wis- nice. Wisconsin and hooked us up with a bunch Wisconsin. of stuff. Nice. From, and cheese curds from Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> hooked us up with a bunch of that stuff. But other than that, it's like half a gallon of milk and like some cutie oranges and other, and a few, uh, one other vegetable, some condiments. Yeah, because normally I go you shopping said, today. What was the word you used? Affluent. Normally Affluent. you go shopping tonight. We're cutting into your shopping time. Oh wow! Sorry. Yeah, so I'm just gonna skip out of work tomorrow and go. <laughs> awesome. During the awesome. day. Tim takes shopping for food seriously. So, Serious business. So okay, so you you wanted to be a chef. Uh, uh, you go shopping. Let's say let's say that you knew when your last meal was gonna be. You knew what your last meal uh, could be. What would you choose? For your last meal. Um, so I would want, there's a, there's a Chinese Japanese place close by. They make this like dried chili chicken dish. That's really good. So I'd want that. And then I'd want a big porterhouse steak, King crab legs. And then I would want some, uh, Tim, can I go out on a limb? Brussels sprouts. Legs are pre-cut horizontally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can go way out on a limb and say that, Joe. Oh, baby. There's just no better then way. Then I'd want some like... I'd want some Brussels sprouts like pan-fried mm-hmm. bacon with no like some, with like yeah. some Oh my gosh. soy sauce. Go. go. Um, Food porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there is a corn casserole from uh Wait, who's, Tim has who's the lady? Up. <laughs> this was the question. Yeah, this was who's, it. Who's, I guess we should have just let with the shut up. Who's the lady off uh the Food Network is just nice and plump. Uh, Paula Dean. Paula Dean. No, oh, pa- Paula, Paula Dean's Dean. got this like corn casserole. Oh, I love uh, recipe. And I'd have that too. Mm. She's always gonna make some soup for her main man Michael. I just made me some split pea soup. It's Michael's favorite. Put in a couple sticks of butter. I was hoping Tim was going to refer to the two fat ladies that old BBC cooking show that. Oh my gosh. Where they just, everything is butter flavored. (laughs) So that's what it'd be. Tim, have you. (laughs) What are you having to try? You ever thought about that? You ever thought about that before, Tim? Did he mention something to drink or dessert? No. Oh, did Tim? No, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be dessert because like I don't like the the sweets as much. Uh... What about 
just you're just that, I know what, that damn I know like what your dessert would be much, but it's your last chance to eat sweets you're just gonna be you're just like yeah the the time before this last opportunity was, yeah, was fine enough no it's probably a like top-notch sweets. tiramisu no it'd be uh i know it'd be it'd be the big big slice of cake hummingbird cake from uh or one of the cakes cakes from uh oh, chef rest, chef arts restaurant oh, Ooh, the, the carrot Q, cake right? Q. that carrot cake was Ooh, that's what it was that carrot cake yeah what are you washing it all down with yeah Whole milk. Oh, you're not asking me. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably have like some spotted cows. Speaking of Wisconsin beer, nice spotted cows. Let's get sponsored. Yeah, God, spotted cow available now. Also, Pick it up at your Gino local convenience and store. Gino and Pats. Pats cheese steaks. Smash that, that like button. Smash <laughs> that like button. Wow, we're, that's we're gonna, gonna be the first people. We're not gonna take any money. It's just like. Just send just frozen cheesesteaks. Send, send food. Just get it. <laughs> deliver it. Love it. So you three got really fat in 2021. What happened? We, we, were <laughs> we got sponsored by Spotted Cow <laughs> and cheesesteaks <laughs> from Philadelphia, Florida. We don't even do <laughs> <laughs> You ever had a Saginaw cheesesteak, Tim? <laughs> Oh no, but gosh. if I'm ever there, I'll have to look it up. Gosh, they are delicious. Just a San Francisco treat. All right. Jim, uh, you, <laughs> you really nailed that question. Yeah. You, there's, there's no question you're going to do better than that, so I think I'm not just ending it. Here's a, here's a marshmallow, all right? I want, you, I want you to sit back. I want your weight back on that right foot. I want the bat moving. I want the bat moving. I want, yes, right there. What is your favorite road trip snack? (laughs) Elaborate and explain why. Marshmallow and swing. Uh, That would have to be the honey and sour. What, the honey and onion Schneider pretzel pizzas. Hey, just a couple tips on that swing puff. You're going to want to really drive the elbows through (laughs) and extend the wrists. Tim's taking batting through. advice from two people who have already admitted to quitting at a really young age. <laughs> Tim, yeah, now, you're really going to need to get that elbow up. Now, now we'll coach you up based on stuff we got from the internet. <laughs> yeah. oh, Moneyball. Mine's Moneyball. I watched Moneyball a couple times. <laughs> yep, just play the numbers. Tim, the, the favorite road trip snack is, of course, Snyder's honey mustard pretzel pizza pieces. But yep. what more uh, on just a little uh, snack? What's a nice little in-between so, meals? What do you stop for on so road if you're, trips? So if, if for some reason you ever find yourself strung out on a two-month-long <laughs> drinking bender in Wheatland, Wyoming. Hey! I, <laughs> yep. I really think there's a truck stop there. You should stop there. You should get yourself... A foot long, like chicken Subway sandwich, <laughs> some jerky, Mind one you. large 64 ounce Coke, and Snyder pretzel pieces. Wait, snack. And you mow guys... those down. Mow those down as you're driving back to Hot Springs, South Dakota. <laughs> I yeah. cannot. But do stress. not. I'm, a, yep. I'm warning you on this one. Yep. Do not put down the the <laughs> visor and look at yourself in the mirror. 
<laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> this is two months into the locker responsibility tour that we went on. We're at the bare bones end of it, and we're, I, put, I put on like 25 pounds in two months. And Tim and I, we, we legit, we, we stop in Wheatland, Wyoming, and it's a gas station connected to a subway. You guys all have the visual. Subway in the gas station, back counter. And we're literally stopping for a snack. This is not a meal. We just have to get gas and a snack. And we walk out with a foot-long sub. It's a snack because we're going to split it. A foot-long sub, a big bag well, of pretzels. that makes it better. Um, You're going to split a, that foot-long sub like, right. like Lady and the Tramp, like coming out of yeah. both ends. <laughs> oh, Tim had to drive. He dropped his end. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was okay. beautiful. And... And then a 64-ounce soda. Why did we get the 64-ounce soda, Tim? Better value. You knew that. Couldn't afford we that, like, should too. We get, should we get a liter or should we get the 64? And we did. We sat there in Wheatland, Wyoming, and had nothing better to do, and we did the math. And it was, like, cheaper per ounce to get the 64-ounce and split it. This is just a little snack, just a little 4,000-calorie snack before dinner, <laughs> before we get to hot springs. When we got back to Hot Springs, when we got back to Hot Springs, like we got there, we had like a little bit of dinner. Then we both slept for like eight hours and like we're just kind of having that shaky sleep you've had after you haven't slept for a month. Uh, right. And then we woke yeah. up the next day. We were both awake for maybe like eight hours. And at about two in the afternoon, I fell asleep for like 19 straight 16. hours. I slept 16 hours and I woke up. Bitch. And we, I woke up 16 hours later going, I, I think Tim's dead. <laughs> I think Tim's dead. I don't want like I didn't want to go check on him because I was afraid he would be dead and his parents would be really mad at me. <laughs> Mitch, I don't know if you remember this, but the longest sleep of my life was in your dad's Lazy Boy. Oh yeah. I think the the stupid story goes: you, we got down to Arizona finally. And we just drove through, and I can't sleep in any. I can't sleep in cars, so I just stayed awake the whole time. And we got there, and I think you guys were making sushi or something. And I laid down in the lazy boy, and you and your family just let me sleep while you had like a homecoming. Everybody went to bed, and we woke up and ate breakfast together. Seventeen hours later, just like, hey, thanks for bringing your buddy. That's the longest I've ever slept. You were tired. Yeah. Have you ever seen anyone almost die on a ski mountain? Oh, 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 oh. I have. I know that. <laughs> almost die on a ski mountain? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Tim. Iron Man. No, I don't. I don't know where you're. <laughs> you knew. You knew. We were... That wasn't a loaded question. That wasn't a loaded question. Oh. It was an internet question. But Tim, tell us about. Okay, last run. We're in. We're in. Uh, Mo Bozeman, Montana, last run of the night. You and I go separate ways at some point. We're, we we departed together, and I got back to the ski lodge 25 minutes before you did, and you came out of the woods looking like the abominable snowman. Yeah, because... Do you remember that? Yeah, because, we were, Noah, you'd remember like, that as we, we were waiting there because you had to return your I, rental equipment, and we were 20 minutes past promising these potheads that, no, no, he's coming. Yeah. I know you guys are trying to close up shop right now, but yeah, and that was the day. I kept before, saying he's no, that right was behind that me. Was that Bridger Bowl, right? That was Bridger. I yeah, just kept so saying I was, he's I right mean, behind me. Honestly, it's kind of scary. Half of that trip, I, I mean, I was obviously drunk and caffeinated at the same time, but I was concussed 
I don't remember like a really good portion of that trip. It's really like <sighs> Bridger Bowl was the second day, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember this. Tim emer- <laughs> Tim emerging. <laughs> Yeah, I went ass over tea kettle in like fresh powder, and it took me ten minutes to like walk around and get my skis, like because I'd gone like hundreds of yards down the slope, and I had to like walk hundreds of yards back up the slope to like you get my would ski fall slope. When we're not skis. there, that is such a That's demon. The only time too. That's one of the main reasons to switch to snowboarding is just you you just don't have the loss of every item. On a I mean the ACL yeah, and you know, MCL and PCL, it. but hey, Tim. Tim. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Tim. Mm. Listen. Mm. You're my man on the inside for this, okay? Uh, you're 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 the first person I've been able to to ask this question to, uh, and get some sort of you know inside the inside scoop. Mm. Um, so is computer programming really necessary? I mean, for humans. No. I mean, we got along plenty fine without it for a long time, but I don't. For those of you that know Tim, mark your bingo cards, uh, for a quick no. (laughs) My favorite part of that question no. is that that's what he does for a living. <laughs> no, I, I know that I am like, I am the cream on the top of the economy, right? Like I provide no necessities, but <laughs> right. But then again, like yeah. I mean, it's you know you teach these computers to do these tasks so humans don't have to, right? Mm. I mean, Fair. you know what I do is I program this system, right? And almost everybody who works at my company, you know what they do? They log on to the machine and they hit a button that says assign task to me. And they'll be like, call this person and get this information. And then when they're done with it, and as soon as they click save, they don't even have to click assign task to me. It knows they're done with that task and it just assigns them another task. I create, I mean, it's like I create the systems that are just like these nine to five enslavement machines. <laughs> like like the machine just whips these people all day and that's the uh, uh in programming i believe Puff, correct me if i'm wrong but when you're programming there is such a thing as like the it's a master and a slave like the commands correct like a master command and then the slave command has to well, go back to it and follow yeah it. like you like in in our system you have like one primary database and that's the master database and then you have slave databases Right. Do you think that's okay. pretty oppressive, though? Do you think, like, maybe you guys should change that? Like, change it on that? To maybe update yourself you with the think, times a little bit? Don't you? Oh, you're insensitive, Tim. Yeah. Tim, I believe the term is woke, and you are in a that coma That is funny. If it's a place. bunch of developers talking about it, we'll call it slave <laughs> and master. But if we're actually talking to people outside and we're using the jargon, we'll, we'll say primary and replicated. Oh, you oh, actually okay. have a fix? For we, yeah, we do have so, a dictionary fix that we choose to use so you sometimes. Only do it in your, you only do it in your secret club meetings, is what you're saying. You only talk like that when you guys are in like a private <laughs> secret group together behind closed doors. That is also known. Are you kidding me? You guys call it master and slave? Yeah, it comes from way back Please in the day mercy. on like, you know how you, computers used to have like those nine, nine, nine prong ports? <laughs> 
that you that it you'd does plug, come you from plug the way back. Nobody is actually auditing lingo at a <laughs> it, computer program. It certainly does come from way back in the day, yeah. Tim. Well, I mean, it comes back. Well, I'm just I'm 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 talking about the first time that that was used in a computer programming sense. Yeah, back in the 1700s. When they're uh, uh, you know, oh, yeah, Tim, I I, I kid. Honestly, I never. I I'd honestly never really th- even thought of it that way. Yeah. Last question, Noah. Last question, and it, and it's and it's kind of neat because Tim wants to go there and tell us that computer programmers aren't necessary, but he won't go back in fake time and, and explain and explain the internet to a caveman, or even go back a few years and give his eighteen-year-old self advice. <laughs> That's not fair. He did explain. Uh, he he did explain uh, the internet to a caveman. Step. I remember. Sure. I remember it. It was step one. Teach him how to teach him that we can communicate over long distances. Step two. Teach him digitization. <laughs> step three. We, you don't even need a step three because one and two cover it. It sounds like uh, the answer to that like game of humans or whatever that that card game is. Anyway, doesn't matter. That was good, Tim and Mitch. Not Joe, though. <laughs> no, not Joe. Joe's crap today. Um, Podcast Tuesday. How many degrees are you from super NFL running back Danny Woodhead? <laughs> like, how many degrees of separation, the Kevin Bacon? Yeah, Danny? so my, you know, my my brother's um, wife's um, friend's husband, um, his good friend, godfather of his baby uh-huh you know his younger brother and his friend who's like sort of friends with this other guy his brother danny would you know played with danny woodhead so <laughs> tim is only nine degrees of separation from nfl superstar running back danny woodhead tim's brother played at shadron state with Danny Woodhead. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can give Tim, me some tickets, Tim? Tim no. Is, <laughs> Tim is so Tim is either nine degrees no, like, from because Danny I'm not Woodhead. Cool enough, or I mean, he's not in the league anymore, so that's probably why. But even if he Honestly, was, I, you know, nine degrees, you're not gonna, you know, you're not pulling favors at nine degrees of separation. Good, what does but, Danny Woodhead do? Do you know that? Oh, what does he do? I think. Do you guys talk? Now? How frequently are you? Guys oh, I, I don't talk to God, him. I hope he's a computer programmer. If he's a programmer <laughs> and he works with you, Tim, I'm gonna be so happy because you're even closer to Danny Woodhead. Tim, also, do you head <laughs> head? Since it's never happened, do you think I'm running back for one team? Danny Woodhead's running back for other team. Same accolades, except the only difference is Danny Woodhead and Noah Sanderson. Uh, how many yards do I outgain him by? Yep. Yep. I think... Jim, you don't have to 20, answer that question. Yeah, reasonable. Maybe 30. Maybe 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Holy moly. Section one. Well, that... Yeah, that concludes. <laughs> yeah, that concludes the interview portion. Trust we'll me, we'll it fix it in post. post okay. <laughs> take a uh, drink. We'll take the gems. Oh, we are crushing it, Puff. Amazing. 
standing ovation for interview with guest section one. Yeah. I actually won second place in the interview portion of, 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 of a beauty pageant. That's why I'm such a good interviewer. In Monopoly, was that the $10 win? Mm, I don't think the details like that are important <laughs> to the story. All right, good. Devil's in the details. Tim did such a good job with the interview. We are going to move on to a script read. So uh, Mitch and Joe have selected a four-part script. Hey, uh, I think the two extra people... Okay, I got it. Um, I got it. I have the cast picked out. Okay. Just so everybody um, knows, I dropped that on Mitch just seconds ago, and he just took it like a champ, picked it off. <laughs> he, he wasn't yeah. ready for it. Okay, nice job, so there's man. there's uh, there's Baker, and uh, and there's Jones, and there's Zombie Joe and Zombie Mo. So I think uh, I'll obviously be Zombie Mo, M for right. Mitch. We like to do that sort of thing. Yep. Um, I think Zombie Joe should obviously be Joey. Yeah, that's a no-brainer, I think. Yep. I think Baker is you, Noah. And is I see probably the most athletic one? He's obviously... Kathy. Kathy yeah. is the most athletic one. <laughs> and, For those of uh, you that haven't listened to all of our other episodes, I'm always the most athletic one in the script. Yeah. yeah. I hope the first line is, as he dribbles his Miller Lite down his double chin. <laughs> he, slowly, he slowly pours his Miller Lite into his noodle pot to drink out of. Ironically. Yeah. So Noah's Baker, Puffer's Jones, I'm Zombie Joe, you're Zombie Mo. Right. Just like that. Okay. Uh, I, I think we have the most fun when when we have to do an accent. I agree. I, that was definitely a low well, question. We all, know, we all know what accent Puffer's going to do. The only accent he's ever done. Hold on, hold on. Puff. You have to do an accent, but I think we should all try to match your accent. So what is what accent will you be reading the character? What will you do, Tim? Oh, I was just gonna do it in falsetto. <laughs> God damn it! And <sighs> uh, that's an accent. no. Not not pitch, not pitch. But what accent? What about Valley Girl? Yeah, As Valley Girl. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try gonna, Valley Girl. Yeah, I think we should all be Valley Girls. I can't yeah! even. Uh, I can't even. Uh. Okay, perfect. So we have two time travelers, Baker and Jones, and um, and and they're kind of, you know, they're kind of somewhere. We're not really sure where, but there's some zombies kind of milling around uh, in the background. And and we open up we open up with uh, a conversation between Baker and Jones, <laughs> and we are Valley Girls. We have traveled back in time to a critical time in our history, and this is a key moment where our world was like nearly destroyed by like mind numbing technology that turned everyone into zombies. This is the zombie uh, apocalypse. Oh, like. <sighs> That is horrible. What would have possibly caused our ancestors to suffer? Oh, this terrible fate like this. It's like these like strange like devices are all 
carrying around and staring at. Oh my gosh. Like they've all been put into a trance by these like things. They just, they can't like stop looking at them. Oh, ew. What's that sound they're making? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we call it the eye moan. Yeah. It's like horrible. Oh, I can't even watch. Why'd you bring me back to see this? This is actually the perfect accent. <laughs> because like history <laughs> Because like history tells us you are the one who stops it. A time traveler with like your name is the one who saves humanity. Are you sure it's me? Jones is a pretty common name, <laughs> and I went to school like with the somebody with the same first name, and it's like common. I sure hope you're like the right one. We've been planning this your entire life. <laughs> you mean you've been preening me my whole life to bring me back to save like the world? Um, hello, like, yeah. Like, that explains the guy in the suit with the sunglasses. What are those ripoffs? And always following me around as a kid. I was, like, hoping you didn't notice that. Ew. <laughs> he gives me nightmares. I'm, like, so super duper, like, super duper sorry about that. I'm going to have to talk to my shrink about that. We paid for that. It helps. Thanks. You're like, okay. You're welcome. You're, like, so very welcome. So, like, what am I even supposed to do to save the world? Okay, we're not, like, sure... We just know that you somehow do it alone. <laughs> no mention of anyone else. Like, no mention? Yeah, like, no mention. <laughs> Very odd indeed, I suppose, for you, who's like... Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Look out! Like, there's zombies in that car, and, like, that car's coming this way, and the car has, like, those devices! This is bad. There are all manual vehicles... So no self-driving cars in this, like, time period. Girl, it's heading right for us! I, I like, have to stop it. You have, you, you have to be safe. You must, you must, like, Jones, you have to serially, seriously, you must complete this mission. It's imperative. Is that the first time you've ever said the word seriously? seriously. <laughs> like, what are we even doing? Baker runs off. There's a car screech and a thump. Uh, and something hits Baker. Oh, no! <laughs> Baker's dead. Like, what should I do? Okay, <coughs> stay calm. Jones! All right, I think I'm trained for this type of a, of a situation. Here, let me get out my makeup kit. No, my emergency kit. Look, the emergency kit. We have wounded self-healing bandages. A cold complex for my face, and my fingernails are going to look like crap after this. <laughs> oh, and one other thing. There's my toothbrush. <laughs> uh, he turns it on. Zombie Joe, who is closest to Jones, stops and moans louder. Uh, the phone isn't working anymore. Zombie Jones, or sorry, Zombie Joe holds it up to the sky and tries to get reception. <sighs> like... Like, is this toothbrush screwing with my phone? Uh, Jones points it at another person, Zombie Mo, and turns it on. That person's phone stops working. They moan, too, and hold it up 
to trying to get reception. <laughs> like, this toothbrush has a higher setting, like my dildo. I'll turn it on. Pop. I'll turn it on and get this popcorn out between my teeth. <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, oh, like, I didn't know. <laughs> Well, welcome to the future, fellas. <laughs> I freed you like from being these terrible creatures that took over your world. Be free in this hideous be free of this hideous device forever. Oh, hey. Uh, I don't have insurance on that. Oh, it's okay. I've got the dropsy plan. <laughs> I can drop it. And get a new one for, for, for <laughs> free of charge. Uh, I do it monthly. I always have the latest phone. Uh, like, let's go get new ones. I hear the new... I... <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> like, what even as an iPad? I, uh, I have no clue, but it's like new. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that I want one of those. Zombie Joe and Mo exit. Oh, it's no good. They're obsessed. I'll have to find a way to destroy all the phones. Let's set this to plaque removal. Mm, mm. <laughs> Root canal. Buzz. Puff, you're out. Yeah, who would have, would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought someone could save the world with a sonic-like toothbrush? <laughs> Where is this time-traveling device, anyway? <laughs> you think an emergency kit would have something at least to return oh. you home? Oh, well, at least I have this credit limit currency card. <laughs> oh, Zoink, I'm buying me an iPad. <laughs> Hey, give that back! Jones runs off after zombie mode. Zombie Joe finds the emergency kit and starts rustling through it. Uh, a daily meal pill? Gulp. Hey. It's kind of like I'm eating or something like the food is appearing in my mouth as i suck on the pill fruit loops coffee <laughs> donuts it's like some kind of melon <laughs> pizza for lunch <coughs> 
Why would they put anchovies on it? Oh. And, and that's the end of the scene. scene. Sin. Wow. That ended up being randomly Valley Girl. Ended up being. Yeah, they kind of hit us with some perfect. like preloaded likes and stuff. Uh, Tim, what did you think of, of what you just experienced there? I want to hear the raw feedback. Um, I'm not even entirely sure what just happened there. Like, this girl went back in time and, like, found out her sonic toothbrush affected the zombies, but then the zombies just ran off with her credit Puffer card. Puffer went method. Puffer yeah. went method. We lost yeah. him for the rest of the car. But what thoughts? Puffer, come back. I mean, <laughs> what is it? It's like... I'm not even sure what I just read. It's like somebody who's like trying to write a script for like a cult movie and they just put it out <laughs> on the internet. Is that what that is? You know, here's the thing, Puff. It's as much of a surprise to us as it is to you because we just Google it, find it, and go and kind of cross your fingers. Another absolute strikeout from who wrote that? Well, that's uh, was, was from <laughs> Control the Future. The, the play, Control the Future, by none other than D.M. Larson. D.M. Larson from the published play, Control the Future, available on Amazon.com. <laughs> nothing beats old, uh, nothing beats one from episode one. The, uh... No, episode two, old Chad Schnackle. Chad Schnackle. He'd never have his plays... Red in a Valley Girl accent. Oh, it's pretty good. All right, good news. We got through that. Rather painless. Section three, Puffer. The floor is yours. Obviously, there's a specific. This is story time, and the specific story we want you to tell. It's the Kadoka story, and I'd love it. So the floor is yours. Yeah, yeah. So I was just my first year at a college. I was heading home over Christmas break and they had closed down the interstate at Kadoka, South Dakota that, you know, is like a one horse town. You know, I always think of the guy from Armageddon who's from Kadoka, South Dakota. Yep. Remember that callback? I do. So like I pull into town and there's like a lot of people stopped there and like the hotel has eight, ho eight rooms. So like, you know, that gets fold up immediately. So then they tell everybody to go down to the auditorium, right? And they're letting everybody sleep in the auditorium. So it's like four in the afternoon, but it's like already dark out. And I'm like, what in the hell am I supposed to do, right? So I walk up, I walk up to like the most eligible female around and i'm like hey i'm gonna head over to the bar you want to head over there and then her dad comes over it's probably a 42 year old single <laughs> no, mother of three no and her dad comes over and is like it just like cock blocks me like crazy it's like she's <laughs> 19 she can't go to the bar and i'm like i'm pretty sure in a town like this it's not gonna be a problem <laughs> um so anyway I, I walk over to the bar because i just figure i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tie one on tonight and have a good time so I walk into Kadoka Municipal Bar, which is a bar that is owned by the mun municipality. Like, you know how, like, some municipalities own liquor stores? In Kadoka, they right. own 
the bar. The bar. Deco- you know, and so I walk in there, and rather than just having my normal winter coat, I figured I was going back home. So I had my old high school letterman jacket on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as I walk into the bar, and there's like four old timers in there that probably got most of a set, set of teeth between them, you know, because they're just, <laughs> you know, just got their dip in. You know, the kind of guys that just throw a dip in and gut the whole thing, you know, like, and they've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. Mitch is just affirming the whole thing. Like, yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, we you should I had a lipper right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we kind of, you know, we kind of talk South Dakota sports because, you know, I guess that's what you talk about. We couldn't figure out how we were related, you know, another common activity <laughs> yeah. that you do yeah. in South Dakota. And anyway, then the bar actually starts to fill up because, you know, a lot of people from Kadoka are back in the bar, right? So, like, I'm just trying to ham it up with people. I got, I got, I tell, I'm going around the bar telling everybody, hey, like, I got a, I got, I got a surefire way to win at Power Kino. So I'm like, put $20 in, I guarantee we'll double it, right? So, like, the first person I take up there, like, instantly wins $100. So they're like, oh, man, that's awesome. I mean, I have no game whatsoever, right? I'm just, like, trying to flip coins with people. And if they win, then, right, they'll give me some drinks. So, like, I do that, and the first person wins 100 bucks. So then other people are like, oh, tell me about what you're doing here. And I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't always work. And it's, it's, just, it's just like I'm just telling these people just, like, this goofy, like, gambling parlay strategy or whatever, and they're eating it up. Is it is it real? Is there any any no sort of no mathematically it's just totally poppycock. There's just nothing okay, to it. Okay, okay, it's yeah, it's yeah, Kino. Yeah. It's power Kino. I don't know. How, like, there's no way to beat that game. You know those video. Yeah, right. I get the strategy. <laughs> well, other than I beat power Kino all number, the time. Of course, always use your high school yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I so, beat Power Kino all the time. So anyway, like... Wait, hold on. I'm going to get a pen. I didn't... Entire starting O-line. I'll give you... I didn't know we were going to be giving real tips. <laughs> <laughs> Can you... I always beat Power Kino. Oh, wait, Kino. never mind. I'm going to edit this. I'm going to edit that's this. Why I'm, that's why so, I have 100 air. Yeah, so anyway... Uh, you know, a number of other people about my same age are coming down to the bar because, you know, they're in town because they're from there. And, you know, you, in small towns, that's what you do before, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas. See, everybody goes down to the bar. So these people are like, oh, hey, we're going to head over to the club. And I'm like, there's a club in Kadoka? Oh, and they're like, yeah. Oh. So like, I'm going out to get in this lady's car. Like, we're all just piling in, going to go over to the, the club. And this girl's like, oh, you know what? There's not room for you, but my sister's going to come and pick you up. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I'm standing outside. Five minutes later, this, like, Triton V10... <laughs> like pickup truck shows up and out of the driver's side of that pickup truck hobbles a 15 year old girl with her 16 year old boyfriend in the passenger seat and this little girl's like are you puff and i'm like (laughs) and i'm like yeah are you giving me a ride over to the club to the club And she's like, I mean, yeah. don't you and, have to, you know, assume, just to Tim? set the scene a little bit. It's like 10 degrees outside. I mean, the weather's awful, right? Because the interstate's closed and the weather's still awful. It's like a blizzard. So I get in the back of this pickup truck. And then rather than like just taking me right over to the club, like I get driven like 15 minutes outside of town while they pick somebody else up. None of them are over the age of 18. And then they drive me back to the club and drop me off. Well, Tim, 
you were their peer. They immediately assumed, like, well, we're just Puffer? picking up this other high schooler in his letter jacket <laughs> and taking him to his You were among friends. You just didn't realize you were seven years <laughs> older than them. And they didn't happen to look at the 03 on the sleeve. Only in South Dakota and probably, like, only in Kadoka, South Dakota, do you go, like, does a lady go... No, no, it's cool. Like, you wait here. My sister will come pick you up. Get this guy. Get this guy out of the car. And and in at no point in time are you like, oh yeah, of course you will. Yeah. So I get and over to the club. Does. Oh. So I get over to the club, and the club is literally like just a metal shed next to another bar. With a concrete floor on it. It's basically like going and drinking in somebody's large garage. Nice. So like, and there's like, it's like miss, it's like a bunch of misfit toys over there because there was like, there's like a number of people who were out there like working on like just a few of the odd lot oil jobs or like other jobs they had. Like there was a lady who just like decided to like leave Florida and come up to Kadoka, South Dakota and sell crop insurance. And they're just like, it's like it's like all sorts of just weird people, like just misfit toy people who are like you know, like the kind like the kind of person that moves to Kadoka, South Dakota to make a life for themselves or something, right? Mm-hmm. And so then there's an old war vet up at the bar and like I'm just like listening to him tell his Vietnam stories while he pumps me full of seven and sevens. <laughs> and then anyway, like I don't know, it gets to be about eleven. No, it gets to be about midnight or whatever, and and I need to go to the bathroom, and I need to go number two. <laughs> so I go into this bathroom. It's like it's like a really rundown bathroom, you know. It's got like it's just got like that kind of smooth concrete floor that all leads to the drain in the middle of it. <laughs> it's got like one urinal and one toilet stall, and then that one like itty bitty bitty sink from like the nineteen thirties. Oh. or something and like the you know like the wit the glass in front of the the mirror is just cracked and whatever so i go into the i go into the stall and i'm like i'm reasonably drunk at this point and as i and then so like you know i kind of i kind of get myself lined up and as i'm sitting down on the toilet my right foot slips forward. People have been tracking snow into this like smooth concrete bathroom all night <laughs> so my right foot slips forward so i start falling towards my right and i reach back with my left arm to brace myself against the toilet and i rip that toilet right off the ground so i'm laying i'm laying on the ground like with my pride in the with the water coming out of the toilet like so then, like, I get kind of getting sprayed with water. So, like, I reach over and turn off the little water spigot that leads into the toilet. Tim, had you shit at no. all yet? Oh, thank God. And then, so then I, like, stand up and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So, like, I set the I set the <laughs> toilet up, I put the lid back on it, and then I, I close the lid to the top of the toilet. And, uh... And I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? So then I, I lock the stall and I shimmy out underneath. <laughs> okay. All right. So then like I'm like standing in front of the mirror, like trying to dry off because the right half of my body is just drenched. Right? So, so I walk it's so good. So then like 
so then like i'm just getting ready to like leave the bathroom and all of a sudden another guy comes into the bathroom and i have like this like just fear come over my body <laughs> and i'm like no he's just gonna piss and he's gonna leave and it's like no this guy comes in he's totally smashed and he comes in and he, he apparently he needs to duke too right <laughs> so like I'm standing there looking at myself in the mirror, like contemplating the decisions that I've made that have led to this problem. So this guy sees the stall is empty and like kicks the stall door open. And all of a sudden I'm standing there staring at myself in the mirror and all of a sudden from the stall I hear, oh shit. (laughs) And this warm feeling like comes over my body and I realize exactly what I should do. I turn around and I, kick that stall door open and I'm like dude did you break the toilet (laughs) (laughs) and then I walk out of the bathroom and just like sit back down like nothing had happened and I watch this guy walk out of the bathroom and confess my sins to the bartender as his own oh Mitch this story's happening I love it but then any, anyway, like I just, it was blizzarding outside. I couldn't figure out how to get back to the auditorium. Cause that's where I was sleeping that night. And finally the bartender was like, Hey, I'll just give you a ride home. Cause all these people are like, Oh no, we'll come back and give you a ride. It's like, no, they're just blowing me off. So then I get a ride back over to the auditorium and like, I fall asleep in the car and then I get woke up pretty much getting kicked out of the car and I go into the auditorium and just like fall asleep on the floor or whatever. But so like, I, like I guess I'm bla- at that this point I guess I'm blackout drunk, and I uh, and like the next morning I wake up there's like some of the high school wrestlers who are like put the mats out like are kicking me awake and they're like dude you got to get out of here man, oh. and I'm like all right so I like I like get in my car I drive like five minutes to to the next exit and like pull over because like I'm probably still like a little drunk at that point, and and then I just I just pull over to the side of the road and just kind of sleep it off for another few hours. And I wake up, and I'd left the heater on the whole time, so, like, I wake up, and I'm just sweating like a whore in church. And I get out of my car, and, like, and like it's, like, zero degrees outside. And then I get out of my car, and, like, I take my shirt off and just try to, like, cool off or something. And I reach into my right pocket, and there's, like, a Snickers wrapper. And I reach into my left pocket, and there's a Kit Kat wrapper. And, I mean, I'm no detective, but I must have raided the concession stand when I got back to the auditorium. Fast forward several years, Joe and I are driving through Kadoka. We find out that the auditorium is literally like a hundred yards away from the club. I didn't even need to. I screwed around for three hours trying to get a ride back to the auditorium. It was literally a hundred yards away. There's not like, one. Because me and Joe stopped by the club, and Joe was like, we were trying to figure out how far it was, and it's like, I think if we had a football and we threw it as far as we could, and then we went and picked the football up and threw it again, we could hit the auditorium. It was like, it It wasn't for seven months after that happened that I even told the story. Because, like, in my brain, it didn't really seem like that funny. It just seemed like I kind of got drunk and I was a little embarrassed about ripping that toilet off the floor. So, sure. I the first time I told it was actually at uh, Tasha and Sheldon's wedding. And, like, that's, they're, they're, like, trying to go through the speeches the and... 
and the, people were playing like one up and drinking stories. Oh. They were telling one up drink drinking stories. So I pull that one out while I'm sitting at the same table as Matt Storm. And I had oh, wow. Matt Storm laughing so hard it inter- it, I'll it, bet he was it interrupted the wedding. Like they were trying to do speeches <laughs> and all of a sudden there's like these two tables of like drunk college friends that just that just like almost ruined the ruined the wedding reception. That with that story. <laughs> and at that point I realized, oh, this this is really funny because I think what makes it great is it has like a few good laughs, a few good punchlines, and there's a moral to it. Oh. And I don't know what that is. I'm sure yeah, some people. I was gonna say I'm sure there's something to be learned the here. Moral, what would that be? Well, he was he was definitely waiting for somebody to yeah. Well, Tim, thanks so much for joining us tonight. I I could not be happier that you got on uh, tonight. Dude, this uh, was a lot of fun. Oh, this is fun what yeah. you guys got here. We'll have obviously we'll have you back on. Our circles aren't nearly oh, big right. enough. Yeah. To yeah. So guys, thanks for thanks for doing this. Listener, thanks for hanging Podcast around. Podcast Tuesday. Podcast Tuesday number Podcast three. Tuesday in the book. Tim. Tuesday. Thank you, Tim. Um, Tim, thanks Great. again. Great. Wow. Yeah. Follow us on MySpace. Yeah. Thank you again, Puffer. Follow on. He said follow MySpace? on MySpace. What did he it was say? MySpace. Really say it again, Tim. Oh yeah. I still only have one friend on MySpace. Get us in your top eight on MySpace. Hit that like that. Hit that like button. Smash that like button. All right, smash that like button. There it is. Come around. Listen to us again. You're gonna be. You're gonna love episode three. The only thing I can promise you is you're gonna love episode four as well. Uh, It only gets better from here. All right, we're like a fine vinegar. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Good night, boys. Yep. All right, boys. Had a lot of fun. Tim, thanks again. We'll see you next Mm. week. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to Boys with a Z podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Stay tuned for new episodes coming soon. Like, you know, as often as we make them.